just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. I feel good this week, Meals. I feel great. Really? Why? <laughs> I I'm I've been hopped up on Red Bulls all day. Well, listen, it comes with the job, isn't it? Aha! Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> I zoomed through the notes this morning at 10 a.m. I know I you mean, love that. Red Bull living up to its name, honestly. It's giving you wings. It's giving you a lot more than that, I'll tell you that. I'm flying, it's motherfucker. Giving, it's giving you wings, dental, yeah. <laughs> insurance. <laughs> oh, my. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like, a, I feel like a, a, a coke addict on Red Bull. Well, listen. Listen. Maybe one day there'll be a, a, a proper sponsor of this podcast. But listen, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're you feel so productive. You feel so great. You feel so all the, you know a lot of things. Um, yeah, very happy for you, man. Congrats. You know what I'm happy about? What? It's the hottest week of the summer season for wrestling. We have so much stuff coming down the pipeline. Just this month, <clears throat> this weekend alone, we have SummerSlam. NXT TakeOver, and the G1 Finals. Sorry, the final night to the G1, and then the G1 Finals. This oh, whole God. same... Then two and a half weeks after that, or one and a half weeks after that, we have All Out with AEW, which pro- like pretty much propels us into the fall season of wrestling when it gets kind of spooky again, mm-hmm. right before Mania season. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited for just the rest of this month of, of wrestling. So much wrestling content that we have. Shout out to MJ uh, of the of the call up that will be uh, doing his NXT takeover predictions. Of course, we don't do them on the A show anymore. We will we you know plead with you to watch or listen to the call up with MJ where he'll be making his own predictions. And we also have the G show, which also released an episode on Wednesday. Uh, of the past four nights of the G1 Climax Tournament. Just going over all of the spectrum of wrestling uh, that is happening right now, including with the A-Show, which you're listening to right now, which we'll be talking about uh, SummerSlam a little bit later on the show. You're very hopped up on Red Bull. I'm very... This is the new Justin. <laughs> this is Red Bull Justin, the one who's got wings, I, baby. I need to take about four more of these every single Wednesday. like Because, you know, I, I come straight home. Like, I don't... Take a break. Well, listen. Like I, this I go straight in. You may have to send me a case because this hasn't been. This has been a long day. before we got to. I probably got home like maybe an hour before this. Um, which you, as you probably realize, it's like multiple hours after I actually get home from work. But it's been a whole day for me as well. But yeah, man. I mean, it, take whatever you need to get you in the zone for the A show, man. This is episode ninety four. That means we're a couple of episodes away from the one hundred, the one hundred, the one, the big, 
Cero, like, oh my god. I mean, I think that's that's zero in Spanish. What's, what's 100 in Spanish? Cien? I don't know. I, I, I do know. I, I think it is cien. It's cien. There it's we cien. go. Come on, yeah. man. It's all, it all comes full circle. It all comes full circle, baby. Um, I want to say, I actually want to say one thing. Might end up changing the mood of this podcast. I want to say, um, I, I would feel remiss if you said it on at least a public platform where people are missing. Uh, sending my, you know, thoughts and condolences and, and, and everything to the people of Dayton, Ohio and El Paso, El Paso, Texas. Yeah. Um, just for everything that's happened over the last couple of days, I'll say that in terms of just keeping it short, because we do have a very long you know, show today, um, you guys don't deserve it. No one deserves it. Um, we need to do better as a country. We need to do better as citizens. We need to do just better in general. Um, no one deserves to go through what this country and those people specifically and those people's families and everybody has gone through over the last couple of days and over the last couple of weeks. This is kind of crazy. It's a crazy period in America, especially when other countries are saying like, hey, maybe, you know, maybe you watch out when you're visiting America. Um, we don't deserve mm-hmm. this. We deserve change. And I hope to God change is coming. And that's all I'll say yeah. about that. Yeah, we can't we can't say thoughts and prayers enough. I don't think that's enough anymore. Uh, some actual action needs to be taken. I absolutely agree. It's gone on for way too fucking long. Um but I mean, the most that I could do, most that meals can do is send our condolences and, you know, ironically, send our, our prayers to these people. But I, there's some some change needs to happen. It's it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, our thoughts go out to everybody affected by those tra- tragedies over the past weekend. And uh, I again, even us starting uh, No Holds Barred, we have to we, we can't forget, uh, you know, the passing of another legend, uh, Harley Race, who, who passed away. Uh, earlier this week as well yeah i mean i think legitimately and we probably would have covered it last week but um legitimately like the day this you know this this podcast was released was the news that it came out that harley race had passed away and you know such an influential figure in professional wrestling such a, a notable figure such a but is revered a great word i'm not fully sure no it is it, it, it is he's he is the reason why triple h books nxt the way that he does mm. You know, like he he's a guy who really, again, throughout decades, stepped up his game and was able to make people look like stars and was able to make himself look like just a a larger than life uh, performer in the business just by being just a technical wrestler, uh, someone who could cut promos, someone who could literally make his opponents look great. Harley Race, you know, there's no it's no surprise Triple H took his playbook from him, you know, and uh, everyone calls that used to call him a poor man's Harley Race. But, you know, like it, it just goes to show this, you know, this influential guy in our generation was influenced by someone who, you know, he took so much from. And, you know, he's, he's put it into this generation. And I think a lot of the people in NXT uh, look up to him as well. They've, they've learned a lot from him also. Yeah, uh, it, it's a it's a loss, but we can at least look back and celebrate his career and the tremendous contributions that he given to the sport and just professional wrestling in general. I mean, decades upon decades upon decades and everything like that. So, you know what? Our rest in peace to Harley Race. Um, yeah. Um, let's get into some spicy talk, though. On, on the no holes barred. We're on the no holes barred spicy tip. But, you know, let's go. Let's go. Where are we going? Hey, my man Roman Reigns got the number one movie in America. Okay. <laughs> is that what it is? 
I yeah, heard, my yeah. man Roman Reigns. It's it's all because of Roman. Okay, <laughs> I heard his part was not significant at all. <laughs> my but, man Roman Reigns stole the show. You from got, what I heard. Listen, you got to start somewhere, right? You got to start somewhere. Feel me? Scorpion King, Hobbs and Shaw. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You got to start somewhere. One and yeah, one A, one B. That's right there, man. It's it's legitimately the same thing. I heard Roman wrote the script. I heard Roman say, "Hey, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, rock, fuck out of here." I do my own shit. Well, no, okay? now you wouldn't be giving Roman all these props because of the comments he's made over the last couple of weeks. I mean, he's he's been getting—I don't want to say spicy, but he's been certainly getting very real and candid about the way he feels about things. You wouldn't be giving him props because of that, would you? Hey, man, listen, you know I'm all for <laughs> people telling the truth. Okay, and keeping that same energy. All right. So this week, Roman Reigns is doing the rounds because, you know, when you got the number one movie in America, one foot in, one foot out the game. You feel me? (laughs) Five years left, baby. The five year plan. Five years left. (laughs) You know, one foot out the game on his whole shit. He said, you know what, man? They asked him about AEW this week and Seth Rollins comments from last month. And this is what Roman Reigns said. You ready for this? I'm, I'm ready. I mean, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Roman said, I think Seth is being generous in calling AEW competition. I don't want to get too deep into this. And I said it before. It's an option and that's great for professional wrestlers. Pretty cool for fans. Before my family was WWE only, we've been a territorial family. You had to move, work with different promotions and territories. I'm always going to be a pro pro wrestler. But at the end of the day, WWE is my home. It's what I represent. And we're so far ahead. You can see it on other shows. It's not easy to have a clean production. You have to have a lot of experience. That, that's, a, that's a key point right there, Mills. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? Let me repeat that. I mean, I yes. got you. I, mean, I got you. No, I got you. I got you. Drop got a bomb you. On you can it. see it on other shows. <laughs> you can see it on other shows. It's not easy to have a clean production. You have to have a lot of experience. Our talent is top notch. We've got main inventors for days, but it is also our crew. They're busting asses all night to get the show running. There's so many people that make this place work. When you see other people out there trying to do it, you see the flaws. <laughs> you, you know what? You know, you know how you need to say this? You need to say this however Nicki Minaj says it on Queen Radio. <laughs> you see the flaws! <laughs> to freedom! <laughs> uh, yeah, so pretty much he says nobody would do it like the WWE, period. Okay? Period. <laughs> City girls. Period. How do you feel about that? Before we get to the, the comments on John Moxley, how do you feel about that? Um, I mean, I feel like well, before you start, I do feel as though <laughs> the way he did it, <laughs> I do feel as though the way that he did it is a lot better than the way Seth did it in a lot of ways. Like he handled it real, real raw. Like Seth kind of handled it like a little, little soft, a little bit. You know I, what I mean, I, I, you know, I think the way that Seth handled it and the way he was retorting towards it, um, it was definitely, you know what. I'll say this. If, in terms of how Roman handled it and Seth handled it, I think they both handle it ultimately in the same way, but I definitely did like Roman's a lot more. It seemed a little bit more direct, seemed a little yep. bit more polished, seemed a little bit less um, angsty and, and more controlled. And it's kind of – he's dropping facts. He's like, listen, listen, our, our talent is top notch. We have a production. Not only is he, he not lying. He's, he's, I mean, it's the WWE. It's a – it's the biggest game in town. This isn't a one-man job. This isn't a six-man job. This is a this is multi-million dollars. There are many people backstage. There are many people things. And um, he's right. It's not hard. It's not. I mean, it's not easy to be able to pull this off at 
every week with the production value and everything that they do every week, but they manage to do it. Um, I think he. This is a lot more to people dismissing WWE and him responding to that, like essentially. So, so they also uh, spoke to Roman in another interview about John Moxley's comments about if you remember uh, a couple of months ago, John Moxley said they they gave me a promo. Of course, I remember it. How could we forget? It, yeah, and he, and he said, you know what, man, I own it to this pivot, <laughs> but I'm in New Japan. Cutting worse promos than that. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, I mean, essentially, in terms of just, I'll, I'll take. Do you like it out my of, John Moxley? Do you like my John Moxley? It's, I think it's the Red Bull talking, but I Red Bull's like crack, baby. <laughs> I don't I mean, it it works like it. Um, essentially, was saying John Moxley was saying like, listen, you know, WWE. They forced a lot of stuff upon me. They had me saying a lot of stuff. They wrote a lot of stuff that, to me, was crap. That, to me, was kind of, you know... It, it, my character, in terms of the way it's handled, I didn't necessarily like how it was handled. Um, and I didn't like, really, anything that was sort of given to me. But, I mean, Roman... Roman decided he was going to talk that talk this week. And he responded to those comments. Mm-hmm. At least, not responded to those comments. I don't want to say, like, he came out on social media, heard Dean's comments, and said... I gotta talk my, but essentially he was he was he was approached about it. He was asked a question about it, and here was his. I mean, I think you'll say his response better than I could. Yeah. Uh, so he was asked about, of course, these comments, and he said no. They they asked him if he was if you know he had ever experienced anything like that, uh, and he says no. And that's the thing. If you refuse to say it, you refuse to say it. You didn't say the stuff, and nothing happened. You didn't get fired, so you don't have to do any of that stuff. If you don't really want to do it, you have to speak up for yourself. That's the key in this business. That's a bit contradictory in my mind right there as far as what Moxley said. If you chose not to say that one thing, why can't you choose not to say the other thing? Hey, I mean, Roman is the doing, Roman is doing, it's the same thing you were saying. Roman is saying, listen, two plus two equals four. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, it's pretty simple. Why are, you, why are you complaining about saying one thing? But all of a sudden, now you're complaining about ha- being forced to say something, even though you denied it before. He was like, listen, the spade is a spade. Like, what, what are we really talking about? It sounds very confusing in terms of what he's saying. Um, and, and Roman's just like, I'm confused. I need you to break this down for me. Because it says, like you said, one thing. But then when it comes to this other thing, now it's a completely different story. And now it's kind of being taken out of context and things like that. If you can't say it, if you can refuse to say it one time, why can't you refuse to say it another time? And is it Uchi Wally? Is not one Mike Mox? (laughs) (laughs) Which one is it? Oh my God. Anyway, uh, I respect Roman. I think what he said here was, uh, Again, I, I like to see his perspective on things. He doesn't really speak he, out a lot about things like this. I, I I like also he doesn't really mince words. He doesn't really. No. Yeah. He, he kind of gets to the point. And that's kind of really what this was a very succinct sort of analysis and in, in, in response to this. And he's, he's kind of posing a question. He's like, if not that, that I, I don't get it. But I like the response, too. I'm not mad. Uh, next up, uh, another busy week for Roman Reigns. Uh, it was revealed this week that the WWE 2K20 cover uh, would feature Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch. This was revealed on Monday uh, with a pretty cool trailer uh, showing Becky Lynch dropping down from the ceiling like Batman, meeting up with Roman, and the cover uh, was revealed from there. I think it's pretty sleek. I, I like the idea of Roman kind of passing the torch, so to speak, to Becky uh, on the cover and-, and kind of sharing the spotlight with her, with her front and center and him kind of, you know, 
like kind of glaring off. I, I really like the cover. It's the first time I think also in 2K uh, that they've had two people on the cover like that. I think, you know, it's it's interesting. We we last week we said, listen, it's going to be Becky on the cover. At no point in my mind did I even consider Roman Reigns, but now I'm thinking like, duh, why wouldn't they put Roman Reigns on it? Yeah, he never had one before, so yeah. It's a uh, you know, it's not I'm not mad at it. I lo- I love I like the way the color looks. It's a great representation of the WWE right now. Um it's a great great representation of everything moving forward. I think the wishes that we anticipated last week in terms of what we were talking about it ended up coming through. Um because there are multiple women's storylines in this in the story in the story mode for this game, which is big. It's 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 something that's never really truly been done before. Unless you're, you know, an owner of like WWF No Mercy for N64, one of the greatest games on damn earth. Um, <laughs> but it hasn't really been done before. It hasn't really, they're, they're breaking a lot of new ground with this. I don't know if they're breaking any ground like visually or digitally or gameplay or anything, but they're breaking a lot of ground in terms of what they've added to this game and what they're, what this game represents. I'm very happy with it. Um, the cover looks great, the commercial was great. They're just knocking it out the park every year, to be honest. Uh, now, of course, we will be having a lot more information on 2K as uh, the game gets closer to release. Uh, I'm hoping 2K sends me an email, possibly. What's going on, guys? Uh, let us know. So uh, another bit of news from this same the same vein of the 2K20 cover. It was also revealed that longtime producer of the WWE games, uh, developer rather of the WWE games, Ukes Design, uh, has left the series and they've, they've left the production of it uh, beginning with 2K20, uh, which, again, blindsided a lot of people. Uh, I think this was first reported by people noticing when you when you went to pre-order the game or look at the actual uh, information on the game, they were not featured in the developer section. Mm. And it was later conf- it was later confirmed uh, later uh, that week or this week that they were not a part of the game anymore. Uh, also confirmed by 2K themselves. Uh, they, they put out a video saying that Ukes had pretty much left uh, and, and they were the development of the 2K games is now being handled by Visual Concepts firmly, solely by them. Uh, vi- if you don't know by now, Visual Concepts are the same people that make the NBA 2K games, which are you know m- multi-million sellers, uh, some of the, the highest grossing games on any platform in any decade here. And uh, I think that's pretty interesting going forward. As someone who plays the game, uh, there are a lot of complaints that, that we have, even if 2K19 was pretty good. There are things such as, you know, upgradable rosters, uh, upgradable attires that, that, you know, kind of change throughout the year right. that these games don't have. And uh, we're hoping that with the, the NBA guys in the helm, that they'll be able to do that and get make the game feel more alive. You know, and, and I'm hoping that, you know, they'll change the the. Uh, the actual gameplay as well, because I, I remember like last week I said they, the controls are a little bit too complicated. So mm-hmm. and I hope that they are able to streamline those as well. I don't think that we'll see that change in 2K20, though. I think that's something that we're going to see two, three, four years down the line, uh, because all from from everything I read when I researched this is that 2K was taken completely by surprise by Yuke's leaving. Uh, earlier this year, Ukes was like, uh, we want to make another wrestling game. We want to make another, you know, a completely new, different wrestling game that isn't WWE. Right. And that raised a lot of red flags. And with them leaving, it's putting up a lot of questions in the air of, of you know, what they're going to do, but also how Visual Concept is going to develop this game in the future. So it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be interesting. I mean, this game has a target release date. I believe it is. What, which day is October it? 22nd. October 22nd. October 22nd. October 22nd. And that date is looming. It's coming very quickly. Um, we haven't got a lot of, in terms of, 
you know, have we got um, visuals in terms of gameplay and things like that? Uh, we've got the the actual, and they and they touted this as having uh, the uh, the most reveals that they ever did in any reveal, where they show <laughs> they showed the game because you know usually they'll just show pictures, of course. Uh, but the thing about this Bailey is Bailey like, like Roman, said, of course, yes, yeah, like like we like we saw, uh, <clears throat> like I said last last week, they were late. Like usually they reveal the game in June, yes. So they're hella behind that. Of course they're going to reveal everything in August. The game comes out in two months. So uh, I think we got a couple. We got a couple of uh, screenshots of the game, but also a little bit of it in motion. I mean, again, doesn't look that much different from last year as they they never usually do. So of course you don't see the lack of Uke's influence here. I think they're going to be using the, the engine for quite a while after this. But again, like these changes are going to happen kind of gradually over mm-hmm. time. So I'm, I'm not sure what we could see here that has changed. And again, I'm hoping that once again, we get that email from 2K like we did last year to, to come to test the game out and see what they're, uh, what they're bringing to it. Um, yeah, I think everyone's anticipated for this game moving forward, especially considering, you know, they're touting once again, major roster, major legends, major everything. It continues to sort of build from that aspect. So let's hope we, we get something new, we get something fresh, and we get something that can last longer than maybe like a quarter of a calendar year. <laughs> yeah, of, of course. Yeah, I, I know Mark for sure is like, if NBA can have this, WWE should have it. And, and he's finally kind of getting his wish here. So hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be able to see that sooner than later. Uh, last thing on No Holds Barred. Have you been seeing this thing with Matt Riddle? I actually... I did not. I haven't seen the video. I haven't seen anything. I got the gist of it from how the timeline was reacting to it and how Chris Jericho reacted to it. But please inform me of what's going on. So, uh, of course, Matt Riddle has been poking the bear as far as, you know, Goldberg goes. Uh, And he's been doing that for the last couple months. By the way, Uh, they will both be in Toronto. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's go big or go home. Like, yeah, I want like, like pull up, Matt. Like I fucks with you, but you got to pull up. They gonna take the picture together. It's going to be cool. <laughs> you smooth everything over, bro. My new bro. And then Goldberg going to be like, my new bro. Like, or something along those lines. They're going to smooth everything over. They ain't, they ain't about that life. Broberg. Broberg. <laughs> uh, so he's been poking the bear at Goldberg for the last couple of months on social media. Of course. Uh, and most, no- most notably during the uh, the Saudi event, with the, which had Goldberg and uh, Undertaker on it, which sparked everything here. Uh, Chris Jericho had retweeted a tweet from some some person online basically telling matt riddle like yo shut your mouth you know uh which prompted matt riddle to kind of go on twitter uh to address all of his critics which is which included booker t who he said he likes and if you remember correctly uh booker t said that matt needs to basically uh learn how to work which matt is, needs to calm down man like he needs yeah. to <laughs> he needs to just bring it back he's got a great spot in the D, he like he's he's doing. He just needs to bring it down, man. Because you know we're yeah. the business, and, and I know the Booker T isms. Yes, I hope he doesn't take yeah. offense to that. I love him. Yeah, and, and Matt loves him too. He said he actually likes him, but you know you got to look at one of my matches. He he went at Lance Storm, but then he said Chris Jericho, I'll beat the shit out of you. I mean, and I was, and that's what like the whole mood changed in the room. Because you know I like that talk. Yeah, of course, but, well, I like listen, that talk. Matt Riddle, we know he's a fighter. Chris Jericho, we've heard he's a fighter. We heard he's a scrappy gentleman himself. Man tried to, you know, press Brock Lesnar a couple years ago at SummerSlam. Remember that? He kind of tubby. He kind of tubby, though. I mean, 
He kind of tubby though. Matt Riddle will whoop his fucking ass. I mean, I think, when is, I think when the, his body the, types ever determine who's gonna win a fight? Uh-huh. I almost slipped up. Come on, <laughs> Matt Riddle is a UFC fighter. He will whoop his ass. Probably. Booker T might be the only even fight between the three of the people he named. Booker T, yeah, because Booker it. Booker got black man hands. <laughs> Booker's from the streets. It's a, it's a little bit different. Yeah, he he'll he'll he might. He might get a couple of licks off, but I, I'll still give it to Matt Riddle on that. Mm. It's some real shit. I, I might have to do it for that. But uh, yeah, uh, Matt, I, I fuck with your energy, but I think he is being a little bit too adversarial on social media. I, I think that he does need to kind of reel it after back. this, like peel it. Yeah, like peel it back. Like I, I fuck with him. I don't want to see this ruin, ruin him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it very I, well I, could. yeah, like, and I, you know, these are probably not Lance Storm. But, you know, those last two are, are people that have or actually not even Jericho. Like, you don't want to disrespect Booker T. He's still got a relationship. You still got to see him, you yeah. know, uh, Jericho, whatever. I don't think he'll be back in, in the E for uh, uh, quite some time. But like even Goldberg, like, all right, we get it. You know, I, I get it. We all get it. But on Sunday, are, are you, mean to t- you mean to tell me I'm not going to be excited for his match? Fuck no. Like, I, I'm going to I'm going to be very, very much looking forward to that match. So. Right. You know, it's it's still cool. He still gets a pop. Like he's still popular. Like Matt, you have so he has so far to go. Uh, as far as not even just performance wise, but so far to go is probably as far as like how big he can get as a star. I don't want to see the. I don't want to see him dragged down by being a troll on the internet. That's just really weird for me for him to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, Matt, tighten up, Prilla. Tighten up. Tighten up, man. Listen. So don't let it don't you, don't don't let it happen. You're you're on a great trajectory right now. You made the 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 A show top ten. You know. Uh huh. Just let's they, keep it going. Thanks to everyone who who again. Uh, um, who gave us their own top tens? Yeah, and gave us their own top ten and commented and everything like that and shared it as well. We got a lot of good feedback as opposed to last year. So, um, I think we are, we can say that we can. Where at least we continue this, we continue to make it bigger, we continue to make it better. We can actually become an actual authority on this. <laughs> we are an authority. <clears throat> Fuck that. We are an authority. My goal, my dream would be to have us, uh, cheap heat, black announced table, uh, all of all of you know the podcast of color, ruthless aggression, all that shit. We 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 hash Rassle out a list. Rap, of course, wrestle rap. We hash out a list. Between that, we we become the Justice League, or, the, or you know what I'm saying? Like we we got to show love, you know what I'm saying? I, I think we we should we we got to show love to everybody. You I know? agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Let's uh let's talk about SummerSlam. Let's do it. SummerSlam is this Sunday coming up on the WWE Network. Um, it is. I mean, what are, what are your general thoughts about this card thus far? It seems to be fleshed out. I mean, we could get one or two more matches somewhere, but it seems to be re- regardless fleshed out. As SummerSlam is, as it is, as we're reporting now on Wednesday night, how do you feel about the card? I like it. <clears throat> I like it a little bit better than uh, last month's uh, Extreme Rules card. I think that, uh, I mean, how many rematches are we getting here? Like zero. No, we're getting rematches. Rock, we, we we're can't. getting we're getting Bray. No, that's not a rematch. We're getting AJ I, and Ricochet. I mean, very, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you you talking about recent rematches? Yeah, recent, like from the last show. Okay, we, like 
Like, practically none. Yeah, we got AJ, AJ, Ricochet, you know, Brock's death happened a couple months ago. But other than that, everything is kind of new. It's kind of fresh. And that's what I like about it. Um, I mean, obviously, we've seen Finn Bray before. But, again, we'll talk about that in a second. But um, there, there is one thing that was brought up earlier today on Twitter, you know, from, from uh, Chris Novak. Uh, shout out to him. You know, a lot of these matches feel as though, like, they're, they are, like, set in stone that this person has to win or else it won't make sense essentially uh and i think that i I feel that throughout this whole card it's like with some of these it's like sure that we could we could try and go against the grain and say the the other person might win but i i really think that a lot of this like if if certain matches go a different way i'm going to be highly confused yeah i mean this is a card that could essentially this so the results of this card kind of set the direction for the fall which is essentially begins how things go on for the Royal Rumble season and stuff like that. But this kind of sets the direction of the WWE television we're going to be watching for the next four months or so. Because WWE, I mean, at this point, we won't get many major title changes, probably one more before Survivor Series, but we won't get any more major title changes or big, you know, super programs until we head to to the road to WrestleMania. So a lot of this... You know, a lot of what we plan to see and what we plan to do in WWE has, I mean, I think over the last couple of weeks, I mean, you talk about Raw and SmackDown, you don't have to talk about the shows just in general, but we, it's been a, it's been an uptick in sort of the quality. And then, you know, th- people have responded with the ratings and people have continued to tune in for the shows. I think they've, they've over the last couple of weeks, they've kind of stepped it up in terms of just the presentation and storylines and everything on the show. And mm-hmm. we would just want to see that kind of, ruined by how this card kind of goes but I, I, let's get into the card yeah uh first off this has been announced for the kickoff already uh you have drew gulak versus oni lorkin for the wwe cruiserweight championship oni wanted drew and he got drew uh he he uh was basically qualified for the match on 205 live this week everybody I think gets this a chance is- Everyone. Uh, and, and I'm okay with it being Oni. I think Oni has been one of the hardest workers in any division, in any show, for the past two and a half years. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's this tremendous talent. I'm so glad that he's going to be able to show this off on such a huge platform. This is someone who had only been on, what, one takeover? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, Ever? I think either one. No. He was in the latter match, and then he was also in probably NXT Brooklyn last year, because I do remember seeing him. And or, or maybe it was the, the, the it show was Chicago. before that. It, yeah, it was, it was something along those lines. But, man, I think Oni Lorcan is somebody who, when he gets the opportunity to sort of show up and show out, he delivers in every single way possible. Yeah. There, is a, uh, there is an opportunity that sort of passes him by. Yeah, and I, I think that, um, I think that again, Drew Gulak, I I put him over so, so big on the show last last week. I think he's on a tremendous run here. I think that this is someone who absolutely needs to be in the main roster right now. He's doing some of his best work that he's done since he's entered the company right now. I think he's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. I will be home watching this match at the kickoff show. A lot of people are always complaining about why are they on the kickoff show? It's stuff like this. It's going to hook me from the moment the kickoff show is on. I'm going to be watching this match. However, I do think it's too early for Drew to lose. I think Oni's going to try. But Drew is going to come out on top here. I think Drew Gulak's going to win. Yeah, I think Drew Gulak is going to win. But I think we're into we're going to see an amazing match, and these are two people who are going to win over the crowd as they do on every sort of show they've been on. Uh, next up, main card here: 
we have Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus in a match that's been deemed as a dream match. Uh, not a lot of creative here. Uh, we basically just found out it was going to happen last week, and it's happening. Um, personally, I feel like Charlotte has a lot of work to do here. I think this is going to really kind of test what she can do with pretty much anyone. I felt she made Liv Morgan, and of course, listen, Liv is no Trish, okay? But I'm saying, like, as far as working with opponents that are at her level above and below it, this is going to be a test for her with Trish, who is coming off of, you know, not having wrestled for a year. It's obviously going to be, uh, maybe a lot of, a lot of uh, bells and whistles here. So to speak. You know, I think, um, I think Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. I mean, this is, Trish Stratus is telling this as her last match ever. She doesn't plan on wrestling after this. Um, I think Charlotte Flair, in terms of just the work that's cut out for her, I mean, I, I, Trish is formidable. I don't want to actually say that Trish isn't, you know, Trish can't do anything in the ring or Charlotte Flair is going to have to really carry her. But sort of the, the, the difference in the landscape of WWE from now until from now from when it was a couple years ago is completely different, and our expectations for the women are completely different. To me, uh, I don't know. The police is following me. Um, yeah, but, police. But, but I'm. What did you do? <laughs> uh, it's, it's the it's the smoke alarm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend's cooking. Oh, okay. All right. God bless you. I, I, I feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> you want to handle that? No, I'm good. Let's go. No, you want to talk to her? No, I think if she... I think we can... No, just... Uh, I'll, I'll mark it. Turn it off. Oh, okay. It's off. Oh, there you go. It's yeah, off. It's, it's off. It's off. It's, that's actually, that actually makes this funny. Okay. It <laughs> <laughs> um, actually makes this funny. Listen, uh, yeah, Charlotte Flair is going to pick up the win. Um, it doesn't make sense if Trish picks up the win, but this is in her hometown of Toronto. I expect a lot of uh, emotional. And I expect a lot of things. I expect it to actually be a marquee match on the show. Um, I know it's been kind of just thrown together, uh, but Trish Stratus, Toronto, Charlotte Flair, you know, the queen, to me, monumental. Yeah. It's a big moment. It, it is a big moment. It is a big match. I'm not going to say that I'm not looking forward to it. And, you know, to be able to see Trish's last match is going to be dope as well. Uh, I think she'll leave it all out there on, on, on the mat on, on Sunday. And I think not no one more uh, deserving of that than obviously someone they've been pushing to be that one in Charlotte Flair. I mean, this is someone who gets to end undefeated streaks, main event WrestleManias, and be the, you know, the recipient of, you know, one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all times last match matches uh again i mean what more can we say about charlotte flair's uh, resume here but i think it's going to be a pretty good solid match and i think charlotte's gonna win yeah uh next up goldberg versus dolph ziggler i will say i love how they've kind of hinted at this match throughout the the past couple of weeks uh with dolph you know, subtly shitting on Goldberg. I, I think that it has been really cool. I mean, I even asked out loud, like, is this leading to Goldberg? Because we hadn't heard anything about it. Always a surprise when Goldberg comes out. I really liked the reveal of Goldberg on, on Raw uh, this week as well. I thought it was really, really cool with uh, with Sean saying, because we were thinking we're going to get HBK. 
And he said, oh, no, that's not me either. And then Goldberg comes out. I thought I popped. I liked it a lot. I think they did a lot of smart things. I mean, this program has been handled pretty, pretty well, especially for Goldberg kind of just inserting himself in. But like yeah. you said, everything has been handled masterfully. The, the, the tiny little jabs, the incorporation of the Shawn Michaels. Um, I, I really, the Shawn Michaels part of this entire feud and, and the Miz as well has continued, has heated up Dolph Ziggler for this moment. Um, I think if we were expecting any other match besides maybe if it was Dolph versus HBK, it probably would have been the same thing. If it was Dolph versus Miz, probably doesn't get the same sort of value as we anticipate with um, Dolph versus Goldberg. But they've managed to heat him up very, very well. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got him against Goldberg, and Goldberg is again, you know. This is is if this is you know summer's WrestleMania. Goldberg is a name and it's someone that you want in there. Um, yeah, I'm v- very much so looking forward to this clash. Uh, Goldberg wins. I, I think we're both gonna yeah, agree with Gold- that. Do you think Goldberg has any more? I mean, he's fighting Dolph Ziggler at this point. How many more matches do you feel like he has in him? I, I honestly, I'm I keep I keep saying this. And I don't know if you're I don't know if you've been agreeing with it or someone has been like kind of dissuading me from it. I think they're going to do Goldberg Taker again. I really do think they're going to do it again. I think so, too. I I think we get that as Survivor Series as a as a big marquee match. Uh, It's it's in Chicago, correct? Yeah, I think I think we're getting that again. And I think they're going to there. They I think that those both of those men have too much pride to let what happened in Saudi Arabia kind of define that match. I think they're definitely going to do it again, and I want to see it. <laughs> I will say I also want to see it. I would like to see it. <laughs> Monique, I would like to see it. Um, what, what, one of the most fascinating matches of the last decade. Really, though? That, like, really? And, that, and it, I want to see it again. So, uh... This next match is Finn Balor versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Uh, this, this is a match I'm not really... Eh, I'm, I'm not really looking forward to, to be honest with you. Um, you know, based on the circumstances... Cool. Yeah, go ahead. It was cool when it was the Firefly vignettes, but as we get to the bell ringing and we're getting real close to it, it's, getting, it's becoming increasingly real, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> that's what it is. It's becoming very, very real. That damn Bray Wyatt gotta he's gonna be fighting in the ring again. Damn, we really gotta see this over again. I I'm more afraid of him in the ring than I am that mask. I'm well, yes, I'm more. I mean, this feud has really done nothing for me. It, it, I mean, based on the circumstances just around this entire thing, Bray Wyatt, this is his debut match or re-debut in a sense. Finn Balor, we know he's on his way out. We kind of got an idea of how, what's going to happen. The only thing that could surprise me is the sort of variables that can happen and sort of the antics and sort of the 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 the, the, the production that they put into the Fiend Bray Wyatt and what they kind of do on the SummerSlam stage. That is really the only thing that entices me or surprises me or anything. I'll get any sort of rise from me. But as far as actually seeing this match, I am not looking forward to seeing this match. Um, not that I think it's going to be bad, but I don't personally care for it. I'll say that. Yeah, I I think Bray getting bogged into the upper mid card. And, and again, I always say this, you need characters like this in wrestling. Uh, but I think they just do it so much better with Alistair, you know, like 
look at the way he was portrayed on SmackDown. As hilarious as the microphone thing was. That was weird, it, but <laughs> it was a presence though. You know, it was like when he popped up, it was like, oh shit, where is he? And it looked like he was in a coffin, you know? Mm. And then he popped up. Like that that was they handle Alistair so much cooler than they've ever handled Bray. And he's actually made to look like a fucking star and he can actually go. Yes. Um, when that bell rings. Finn is going to have to bump like crazy and do a lot of wild shit to get over whatever the fuck they're going to be doing with this character. It's still not going to be good. It's still not going to be good. It's going to be, it's going to be aight. It's going to be aight. To be honest with you, it's a lot because of, and Bray Wyatt, his working style, and I think his working style is very, it's of like another era. It's actually of an era that I don't, it's, it's legitimately of the era of the previous NXTs, of the era of the, of the, what what's Miz's old sidekick? The Alex Rileys and yeah. the 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 you know Fandangos. No offense to Fandango, but it's of that era where it's not a particularly exciting style. They were just kind of taut headlocks and and and, and yeah. rest holes and and. But he was one of the only characters. Yeah, but hit. the character can't save you. I mean, the character the character only goes thus far. If he remained as a character, I'm all full in on the fiend Bray Wyatt, but the actually have to go through his matches and he has not had one. He's had one match. What we both agree <laughs> on that same ass match that happened is legitimately almost a five year anniversary of his goddamn match. Um, or I think it's actually past the five years. I forgot if it happened in 2014 or 2015. The, uh, the Daniel Bryan match. Yeah. The one the ass only, match. The only, only good match he's ever had. Only good match. And that was four or five years ago without without the Wyatt, you know, family. So it's kind of like, where do we go from here? I'm not particularly excited for this match. I could care less who wins. It's going to be the Bray Wyatt, but I'm not particularly excited. My my bigger my bigger concern is the fact that they're debuting him at SummerSlam. I mean, but that's – it's weird, but, you know, you go back in history – this is the, also the pay-per-view where Bray Wyatt debuted for real, for real, in the ring. Yeah. He faced yeah, right. Kane in that Ring of Fire, not in an Inferno match in 2011. What a dark time. Yeah. Uh, Finn, have fun. Have a great vacation. Uh, yeah. Enjoy, we'll, we'll man. See you, uh, we'll see you in Chicago. I'm jealous. Uh, I feel bad for whoever's got Bray next. Uh, next up, AJ Styles versus Ricochet for the WWE United States Championship. Uh, these matches haven't been terrible. They've been actually pretty good. Uh, I think if you give this time uh, and AJ wants to, it seems as though he wants to work now, now that he's healed. He seems re- reinvigorated, if yeah. you will, now that he's a heel. Um, I think it'll be great. I, I don't see this ending here, though. I really don't. You know, I think this match, um, I think this match will get time and I think this match will get the showcase that it deserved for some reason. It just seems like AJ Styles and SummerSlam, he gets the time. I mean, it hasn't always been a great, you know, match, but he's he's managed to show off at SummerSlam and continue to do his thing. Um, if, if this match gets, you know, any particular set of time, give it 15 minutes, give it 17 minutes, anything of that. We're in for a good match. I think AJ Styles is a heel. He's ready to bump his ass off. He's ready to put in the work. He's ready to do the things to shine up Ricochet. And I think Ricochet is going to flourish in this position, especially on his, the biggest pay-per-view stage of them all. So um, that he's that he's experienced thus far. Yeah. So, um, I, I like this I, match. I, I think Ricochet will get the belt back. You they, know, this is like the one match. This is the one match where like. Whoever wins, I don't think this is the end. 
Yeah, I think it would. I think it would do a disservice if Ricochet lost. Yeah. Um, because I wouldn't know how they would come back from this unless they do another number one contender match. Um, I which, s- which which like which like how many Ricochet overcomes the odds matches can you have here? Right, right, right. <laughs> I want to say Ricochet wins, but he wins by disqualification. That's what okay. I'm yeah. That's- that's fair. Uh, I I would definitely say end it. Uh, what's next? Hell in a cell. cell. Hell in a cell. Yeah, I'd say end it there. Um, I, I think f- it'd be great though. Yeah, I feel like Ricochet goes the distance. AJ can't put him away, and then AJ has to resort to some chicanery to order to retain the title because he just there's this spry young you know guy who's kind of showing him up and showing him off, and he can't really put him away really quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good luck, Ricochet. Next up, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. If Kevin Owens loses, he will be forced to quit the WWE. Uh, this is, once again, an, another kind of a re-rock from literally last year uh, between these two. I think the storyline's been, been done pretty well. Uh, I but like it's, Kevin it's, Owens. It's, it's flipped a bit. Yeah, they're in different roles at this time, possibly even better roles than it was before. Uh, I, I really, really like you know what they've done with Kevin Owens. He's literally like, one of my favorite characters on TV again. I never thought that would happen because as you know, I've been down with a, a, a lot of years. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of BS in this match, but again, with even with the stipulation, I don't see where they write themselves out of this. Even if it was like a stone cold story here where there's like a loophole. Mm-hmm. So I do think, I do think Kevin Owens will win, but I don't think it's over between these two. I liked the little segment on SmackDown where, Kevin Owens is like, you got to put something on the line. If you lose, you're out of here. And Shane's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, yeah, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> no. Like, and it's like, thankfully, someone in the McMahon family is like, nah, no. Or or something along those lines, even though he's like, you have no balls or something. But um, listen, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon, not fully, um, not fully, not fully against this. So do you think uh, Kevin Owens is going to win here? You know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make sense if he does it. Like it's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, right. He kind of has to at this point, right? Like, yeah. where do, where does this end if it doesn't? If he doesn't exactly. win, where does this end? Like the Shane McMahon, you know, Shane McMahon's had a longer run than Jinder Mahal at this point. Like he he has been wreaking havoc on the roster. I mean, he beat Roman. I mean, yeah. where does it end if not here? Um, so Kevin Owens is going to be, and, and to be honest, if Kevin Owens is the one to do it, that's big on him. I mean, it's it's huge for him. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think he's the he's going to be the champ by Rumble. Mm, interesting. Okay. Right. I think I think that'll be the I think that'll be the thing. Uh, next match, real interesting match here: uh, Bailey versus Ember Moon for the WWE SmackDown Live Women's Championship. I think there is, to me, a certain level of non-heat in this match. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> that is what I'm wondering. There's This has been a SmackDown program. Granted, I think this is a program could benefit from more legs, could benefit from more months under it. This isn't something that can be done in one month and kind of establish both sides. You're kind, you kind of end up rushing the... the you know, you end up kind of like instead of painting this picture with sort of broad strokes, you end up kind of just like scribbling some shit down real fast and then and hoping the best thing works. Um, 
I think Bailey and Ember Moon, it's just been weird. I think they've tried all the, you know, the little things that work for feuds like this. The little, you know. Tag team shit. The tag team stuff. The I'm going to save you from this stuff, but I don't really like you. Like, I'm going to attack you, but I'm going to. They, they've tried all the things like this. Um, it hasn't particularly worked. No. Bailey going into Toronto. God bless her. Um yeah, they're gonna they're gonna destroy her. And 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 Amber Moon herself, like I think if if you wanna if you, if you wanna keep it real for me, I say put it on Ember. Put it on Ember. What do you got what do you have to lose by putting it on Ember? I don't think um, you lose anything. I think you actually you, you you present potentially more challenges for her. You present a different sort of landscape for the W for the women's championship scene. Um I don't see how much farther you go with Bailey as champion. Um, I don't see where this is heading. Yeah, I um, I love the way Becky's been, or not Becky, uh, Bailey's been booked. Can't mm-hmm. I, I can't understate that enough. They, I think she's one of the strongest faces they have yeah. on, on the roster. Uh, I, I I've seen a couple people say <clears throat> maybe they should change. They they should flip Ember. I think you absolutely should not do that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. She no. has no character to speak of. And I think that she would flounder Natalia like like Natalia does. And we'll get to her in a second as, as a heel in that in that role. I, I think that you just make the match really good and you make them both look good. I'm with you, Mills. Um, I do think that Ember could use a run or get a shot and have them both trade back and forth. But you also have Charlotte kind of coming out of a program with Trish here. And I think she's going to be inserted pretty quickly as well. I agree. So I think that those three would make Ember. Or those two would make Ember. I think I think what the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship needs. And I think one of the benefits of passing it to Ember is you make it a lot more of a competitive division. You know what I'm saying? Like instead yeah. of it just being okay, it's Charlotte, it's Bailey, then maybe Charlotte again, and maybe Bailey again. You make it a competitive <laughs> decision. You make it a competitive division, and you say like, listen, at any point, we we've established this sort of division with these girls. It's kind of like what SmackDown did in, a number of years ago. I mean, you give the you, they gave the belt to Carmella. Um, Carmella has only benefited from having that belt, and she hasn't been even as close to as terrible as she was in 2016, 2017. She's actually right. stepped up her game so much. And there was a point on, you know, last year's SmackDown roster where they had Carmella, Naomi, Asuka, Charlotte, um, Becky, all former women's championships. I mean, Natalia as well, all former women's championships. And you, you could think at any time that they could win or they could have a great match because it became a competitive division. And with the sort of reset of SmackDown with – the bevy of talent that you have because they have so much. I mean, we even saw it in that in that um, that tag women's tag team title match on, on on earlier this week. They've got so much talent. It doesn't hurt to me to give it to Ember to make it a competitive division to continue to sort of shine up these stars that just have been chilling on the side for so long. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say Bailey, but I will respect him too. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I get it. I, I get. It. I, no, I understand. No, no, I, I, yeah, because I, I still think Ember could win in Hell in a Cell. I, I think they give Bailey that marquee win at SummerSlam. Though I think you listen, go with the tide. Bailey gonna get booed. She wins. She gonna get there, booed. But, but I don't think that there's a tie with Ember at all. There's no, no tie with her. But you you 
you, you you present the situation of like what are we gaining from putting it back on Bailey and the crowd shitting all over over again and then it becomes like a trend or something to shit on Bailey and then people saying like Ember Moon should have deserved this deserved this title like just let's go with the flow let's make the moment at, at you know because this is one of the only moments you can make in or in sort of these in these matches um, let's make the moment. Let's get it on. Like, let's do it. Like, don't even pussyfoot around it. Like, let's do it. Let's make the moment. Instead of trying to fight against the tide, let's go with the tide. Let's build on the tide. Let's do that. I know it sounds like I hate Bailey over the last couple of weeks, but I just don't think, like, to me, Bailey is a great competitor. But she has done, she hasn't had that moment on the roster nor has she tapped into that character that Sasha's tapped into, that Charlotte has tapped into, or that Becky has tapped into, that takes her to the next level. She's just kind of become more assertive. Like, <laughs> she's become, like, she she hasn't gone through the sort of trajectory that, that worked in NXT that sort of built her up to be a true contender, that built her up to be an underdog. She's, well, she's, she's a, she was a, that's a, you know, that's a smaller... That's a smaller uh, arena, so to speak. Yeah, I agree, but... Y- I think the sort of story and sort of carrying Bailey is she hasn't had that yet, so it's hard for me to sort of support her because hey, uh, you don't gotta do, you don't gotta defend her to me, bro. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I, I don't want to <laughs> say like I'm just shitting all over Bailey for just sake, but she just she hasn't hit that point yet for me. She may have hit it for other people, but she hasn't hit it for me. Uh, next match: Kofi Kingston versus Randy. Uh, love how this pro this program only had approximately one in person Randy Orton, and the rest have been video packages. Yeah, I mean, you know what? You love to see it. Smackdown is two hours. I'm sure. Oh, Randy's also on vacation. He's also vacation. Oh, we've seen. Oh, trust me, the photos we've seen. First of all, Randy, how is he on vacation? (laughs) In the middle of a title program. (laughs) Yeah, it's the key of. It's the key of. Listen. He's a god, okay? You do what you want when you popping. You feel me? Future said uh, it himself. <laughs> this should be a um this should be a good match. I think it'll be a good match. I think it'll be good. I think this won't be the last. It isn't it isn't even being promoted as the last. Um but it'll be good. I think it'll be competitive. It's the one that continues to take Kofi to the next level. I mean, I've talked about this feud for far too long already um just based on like last week and the last couple weeks and sort of um having this discussion but i think it's gonna be good i think it's um SummerSlam. who's taking the title who's taking the title i i mean we know he's gonna win here who's taking the title off of kofi yeah who's taking the title off of him shit you know if there's a money in the bank it's coming it's coming soon it's coming i is it it. is it yeah i feel it coming i say He's run out of nearly everyone to face. Yeah, but I say I don't see anyone for it that sort of takes it off of him. Unless they kind of do a face oh, versus well, face thing. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, you can't say that you don't see anyone. But I really I would, don't. I mean, the the, the way I, I could see Roman taking I, it off I don't of think him. K, I don't think I don't see KO taking it off of Kofi, if that's what. Like, I don't think they're going to do that match again. No, and I don't see... I mean, I can see Roman taking off of Kofi, but it would kind of 
the things that's been built for Kofi, it would kind of all that moment would work against it. It was like, all right, well, you held it for this long. Now it's the big dog. Let's get let's get this out of the well, way. Let's chop this. Well, up. no, I I don't even think Roman's in line for a title for a long time. To be yeah. honest with you, I I think that his fall is pretty much set. If you know what I mean, like I I think he's not he's not going for that right now. Right. Um. I mean, heel wise, the only guy with with like really no program are guys like Alistair. Um, shit. If you're if you're Eric Bischoff, what are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Um, I'm making Think. I'm making sure I I if I'm Eric Bischoff, I'm keeping the title on Kofi until after October. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I think that you take it off of him in December, have him try it again in, in January, and then have your rumble your your mania program after that. I mean, I don't again when I say it's coming, I don't mean like next month. I mean like I think in the fall he will probably drop it. You don't see Kofi Kingston going into WrestleMania's champion again and then no. doing this. Huh, okay. No. All right. Um, I don't. I don't know who's taking off him. I quite honestly, it could be Randy. It could be Randy next month. Um, That's fair. It could be Randy next month. I don't think it'll be Randy on Sunday, but I no. think it could be Randy next month. I think um, he, he's he's a formidable competitor. He's actually a threat. He's someone who, who's a viable threat, and I would not. I would. I could see them taking the, this off of him. Um, with Randy at Hell in a Cell, yeah, at Hell in a Cell, I could see Randy Orton taking the championship from him. If, if that, that's fair, yeah. So um, that's fair, but won't be this Sunday. I got Kofi Kingston winning this match. Uh, next up, <sighs> Becky Lynch versus Natalia. I mean, you want to talk about a match that submission I submission match, baby? Submission match. I forgot to even put that there. Uh, Amen. Natalia stinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is dirt terrible. I would love her if she was I, I'd love her to be like a producer. Have they flipped her as heel? Yeah, she's a heel. Okay. Alright. In Canada? Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is it is dire for Becky right now. Uh, I think she's gonna win, by the way. I think Becky's gonna win. Oh yeah, of course. Becky's on the cover of fucking two games. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know how that goes. Yeah, I don't. I think this match is going to be boring as hell. I'm going to be honest with you. you know, Becky I, hasn't Becky hasn't shocked me or surprised me or made me feel good about one of her matches in a very long time. And what I've seen between her and Natalia has not either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, God, they really screwed the pooch on cashed in this this money in the bank thing. Um, Becky versus Natalia submission match. I don't think it, I mean I'm assuming everyone's assuming it's gonna be boring as shit. Um, I kind of agree, but I'm also kind of into submission matches. Like I'm, I'm a sucker for a good. You know, I, I like the Zack Sabers. I like the William Reek. I mean, all of those are English style, so it's completely different. Maybe I should just watch NXT UK. But all of these, I'm a sucker for that kind of match, and it it, it manages to book Natalia. It, it actually books more to her strengths, but yeah, this match will be kind of. I it, it, the producer on this match needs to hook this shit up. They need to they need to put all the bells whistles cool shit, you know, uh, someone breaking someone's leg, all types of extra shit. Like they need to do that. Um, That's not gonna happen in this match. No, nah, I mean probably not. Um, Becky Lynch is going over. Um, 
this is Canada. Who's uh, next? Who's let, let, yo Mills? Who's next for her? Natalia again. <laughs> no, yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm shook. I, I don't know. Like, there's literally no one else for Becky here. Becky, Sarah Logan, nah. Dana Brooke, no. Oh, Clash of Champions I, is next. Hmm. Oh, Clash of Champions. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Clash of Champions is next, and Helena sells two weeks after that. So, book oh, how yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, Clash of Champions. It is. Is this the, is this the time to call to call up somebody for hold, Becky? Hold on, Clash of Champions in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. One of these title matches gonna have Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like I like I said for the Bailey match. I think that's gonna be a triple threat. Yeah. It it, it, it could potentially be. No. If you if you want to be honest with me, I I call up somebody. I call up Shayna Baszler. They yeah, need for to, Becky. Yeah, they need to get that shit on and popping right now. We can't wait anymore. Like it's it, yeah. The 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 roster has suffered. I don't know if they anticipated Sasha Banks would be back by now, but Sasha Banks is not back unless she shows yeah. up after SummerSlam. Um, but Sasha Banks is not back. It makes me think that there's something actually deeper to all of this um, than we're led to believe because it's crazy how she's been gone legitimately months. Half a year. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 crazy. Um, I could never take a sabbatical that crazy from my job without there actually being some other reason behind this. But it'll you know, call up Shayna, call up Shayna, call that, it call up all three of them, or I or think, EO I think, or EO or something. No, I, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think I and I and I agree with this. I think the sneaky call ups would be Bianca and Shayna. Yeah, Bianca to me, Bianca's Bianca is nothing left. To accomplish since you didn't give her the belt and yeah it, it seems and like, i don't think you do it now no, no like you, i don't it's think past you go the back moment. to that it's past the moment so yeah to me it's shana it's um it's bianca you call them up you get things on and popping um i think shana poses a very real threat to becky lynch i think all the talking and twitter talking it doesn't when it comes to the caribou clutch it, it's it's all just twitter fingers after that so um yeah. That's what I'm hoping. I think for. It, I think you I think you also open up the door for Ronda to come back uh, if Shayna is in that position. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So uh, I I think that you uh, Raw sorely needs dance partners for Becky Lynch. Her fall is looking real spooky for me. Even even with like Survivor Series, like I know they're going to go back to the brand versus brand thing. It's like we could literally be looking at you know, whoever versus Charlotte at that moment. So I, I, I don't know here, but um, the raw women's division is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> it's, is. It's, it's fucking bad. It is. Uh, and what I believe to be the main event, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the universal championship. It's not going to be much uh, of a main event. I'll be honest with you with the way this has been booked. Um, I see them moving on from Seth here. I, I don't, I don't think that, uh, I don't think the the babyface Seth or the champion Seth thing went very well for them, and it's no it's no fault of his own. Um, I just don't think it clicked. I think going back to Brock is kind of like what New Japan does when they hit the Tanahashi button and they just say put it back on Tanahashi, like <laughs> until someone else is ready. Uh, I but I mean I think Seth is losing. I think Brock will win. I think I'm completely fine with that. But who's next for Brock? I don't know either. I don't know either. I mean, but then again, here's the thing. With Brock, you don't have to know. 
you figure it out, and then you bring Brock back. <laughs> like, you don't really have to know who's next. He's not coming to Clash of Champions. I mean, technically, if every championship is on the line, he has to be at Clash of Champions. That's just the name of the game. Um, so he has to be there in September. Um, but after that, you don't really got to have a plan. I mean, Hell in a Cell, you don't really got to have a plan, anything. You can just kind of fake your way through it. Um, I do think Seth Rollins will win this match. Um, I don't know why. I'm just picking Seth Rollins. I can't see them doing this again, like, long-term, again, um, for Mania, again. Like, because if, if Brock Lesnar retains here, it's going to Mania. And that's yeah. just the name of the game. <laughs> like, it's going to Mania. So I can't see them doing this again. Let's put it on Seth Rollins, please. It makes no sense in the world after how everything has been booked thus far. It makes legitimately no sense. Um, Seth Rollins, like, his kidneys should be shooting out of his ass right now. But... You know, make it happen. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, like, I've seen people flirt around Drew McIntyre. He's so depleted. That's not happening. Um, I've seen people say Braun. We've seen it before. Then again, we've seen this before. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, at the end of Brock is standing tall at the end of, of SummerSlam. I mean, yeah, we expected it, but if honestly, if Seth is standing tall at the end of SummerSlam, I'm going to be fucking shocked. I mean, I'm going to be like, you know, whatever, fuck it. Because everyone complains nonetheless. Brock stands tall, uh, Brock wins the money in the bank, and then wins the championship. People are like, here they go again. If Seth wins, it's like, damn, same old shit. Like, is it, they booked themselves into some weird shit where fans aren't going to be particularly pleased with anybody. What they really want is probably Finn Balor. But... Hey, what are we going to do at this point? Um, I have nothing left to say. I have nothing left to say about this match. Everything will be told and sold on Sunday. Um, But you know who does have things to say about this pay-per-view? It is our listeners who brought in numerous hot takes this week that we have to get into. Let's get into it. Um... We've got hot takes out the out the wazoo. We're gonna try to run through these. I don't want to say run through these real quick, but we're gonna we're gonna answer them. But there's a lot. So, <laughs> but you guys brought it. So we have. I mean, thank you guys for just submitting these things. Um, the first one comes from a very very familiar name, and Who's that? it is Cyrus. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Cyrus says. Wrestling hot take: Kevin Owens feels more important than Kofi Kingston on SmackDown Live. Yeah, I, don't, I think because he has he has a hotter he has a hotter heel. Yeah, he has a hotter yeah he has a hotter program. I think it's more so because of that. I don't think it's like I would say so. They're, they're both booked really well though. Yeah, I will say. <laughs> and but the thing with the McMahon's thing is now you're incorporated so many different parts of the show. You're doing back, you know pre tapes backstage in the ring all types of shit getting hit by cars all types of extra shit um oh by the way do you think we'll get daniel bryan versus roman reigns at SummerSlam? um no 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 okay all right all right um no i i i would i would appreciate if they stretched this out i think the best thing to do is to stretch this whodunit shit out much longer yeah. than how they've been handling it on social media, where it's like, well, <laughs> you know, we heard the forklift driver and the forklift and forklifts, um, definitely doing it because of that. I'm going to go through. You know what? We'll get back to this one. 
um, because we're going to focus on the SummerSlam hot takes um, or SummerSlam-oriented hot takes. Um, the next one comes from Antonio Salgado, who submitted hot takes before. So, you know, Antonio, you the man. Um, SummerSlam hot take. Kevin Owens and Shane are going to put on a banger. Ducks. And he put le- legitimately ducks. Like, he, like. No, you don't got to duck. He's just, <laughs> nah, you don't have to duck. Nah, you don't have to duck. Shane McMahon kind of, in these sort of scenarios, he goes kind of, you know, coding crazy. Like, he's a, he goes off. Kevin Owens himself is a daredevil himself. I think that's all kind of lost based on how he's been booked over the last number of years as a heel, but he's a daredevil himself. Um, it could very well go off. If The Miz and Shane McMahon could be better than any it had any right to be, this would be stupendous. Uh, but it's not it's also not it's also not like a no holes barred match. It's an actual like regular ass match. It's a regular ass match. because uh, he even mentions like if you get DQ'd it's a rap. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, I think Shane has the opportunity as the as one of the owners or the GM or whatever SmackDown to just call it in the ring and say it's a no DQ. I think that's definitely a possibility. Oh yeah, yeah, this is true. And, and quite honestly, this pay per view needs another type of match because it's all singles matches, no tag team matches. Yeah, no other. It's actually a crazy pay per view. Um, he says his non. This isn't a non-wrestling hot take, but this is an additional hot take. He says, it's Ricochet, then Kofi for number one and then number two. Um, so I think he kind of sides with you for the list last week. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, real one, see. real one. Let's see. I don't know if I want to answer this right now. There's another one that's pretty long, but it doesn't pertain to SummerSlam. So I think we're going to hold off that until next week. So... Remember, guys, this is and just... be clear, be clear, be clear. If we hold off on a hot take, it doesn't mean we're never going to get to it. Yeah, it doesn't mean we're never going to get to it. We'll get back to it. It's just, we only have so much time in the show. Um, SummerSlam hot take. The Fiend versus Balor, the Fiend versus Balor and Goldberg versus Ziggler will have a combined match time of two minutes. It's squash season. And he says, also, Randy versus Kofi will be matching tonight. This comes from Tayshaun to Don. Um... Do you think the Fiend and Finn Balor? If if the Fiend and Finn Balor, if I keep saying the Fiend, Bray Wyatt and Finn <laughs> Balor and Goldberg versus Ziggler go under a combined line in two minutes, we're getting some long ass matches on this show. Yeah, we are. I think AJ and Ricochet is going to get some time. AJ honestly. Ricochet, Kofi, Randy. I think Charlotte. I think Charlotte and Trish might get time too. I don't. Th- uh, I don't know. I feel like if the match, the only match. I would say probably Becky versus Natalia based on the stipulation, right? Yeah. But, you know, um, I don't think Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor is lasting less than two minutes. <laughs> I think Bray Wyatt does his long, wrangly, dangly ass shit. Um, whew. We got the next one from Omar San- Sanchez. Um, SummerSlam Hot Takes. He has multiple. So we'll kind of just breeze through this. It'll be kind of a speed round. Um, Kofi needs to win here against Randy. There's no other option. He looked bad. He looked so bad proving Randy right while the mania moment will always be there. It ruins his title reign. What do you think? I don't think that I don't think the uh, his moment will win. I don't think that they No, will, he said the moment will always be there, but it just ruins oh, his title reign. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. He said 
title reign, for all things considered, for for this generation of titles, like for this of, of is title probably holders, been the best one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's him. To me, it's him and AJ. I think I've had to me some of the best title reigns of this of of probably the past this, couple years. Yeah, probably this decade. To be honest with you, I think they're both they both been booked really well. I mean, they they kind of you know kind of didn't stick the landing with AJ at the end there, but I I still think that it was still a really good title reign. I mean, Kofi's beating everyone. I, I I can't say it's ruined anything. I I there's no shame in losing to Randy Orton. Right, right. Um, let's yeah, there's no shame. In let's do, let's finish fire off these couple ones next quick. He says Ziggler should beat Goldberg to catch everyone off guard and set up Ziggler versus HBK match and also create Goldberg has nothing left except one last match. I don't agree. <laughs> no, no, we don't. You don't give that to Ziggler. You give it. To, you give that to. Uh, you give you you have him get his win back from Taker. That's the that's the goal here. You're he, like people got to realize like they're heating Goldberg back up, right? <laughs> to go and get to for something. I don't know what it, they're it, it they're doing something with Goldberg for sure. Yeah, it could be Roman. You know, like it's it's something that's going because on you don't you don't want and done with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. They they're heat they heat up Taker. Again, he got the win over Goldberg. You do it again. Yeah, I think That's, so. To me, it's, it's a no-brainer. Um, number three, this should have been Natalia's last match. She has nothing to prove. <laughs> she has nothing left to bring as an in-ring talent. She should retire and focus on Total Divas and become a producer and a trainer. This is kind of what you said. Yeah, I think I think that's really the, the that's that's to me where I think that she would uh, really. I mean, Tor- of- Toronto is a way to go if you want to retire. Toronto. Yeah, I, I, let, let's not let's not put retirement on her. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I mean, I'm just saying you're in a great place. I mean, she's not even from Toronto technically, but you know, Canada. Um, but she seems to get along with all the women, so I think that if she was a producer or something like that, like she succeed very well in that role. Mm. I mean, we just did say her matches are boring as hell, so I don't know. Um, and number four, but you, that's different. That's different when you're telling somebody else how to make a good match, though. This is true. Number four, he says Rollins should lose and go away for a month or something. He should lose and do what? He should lose and go away for a month or something. No, he's not. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> the next one comes from who? The real. It's with an A, so you know him. He's real. The real. Um. For all the underutilized take that Dolph Ziggler has been getting for the last five years or so, from the time he came back with Drew last year till now, Dolph has literally been in the prime spotlight for over a year. Multiple main event top-level programs. He was with Seth, The Shield, KO. He was the final four in the Rumble this year. Comes back and is in two pay-per-view feuds with Kofi for the world title. He's always on both Raw and SmackDown and is now in a program involving Shawn Michaels and Goldberg. And if he stays on SmackDown, he'll be good because Eric Bischoff is a big fan. I better never hear how he's never given shit ever again. <laughs> <laughs> the real lived up to the day, man. I hey, look no further than Meals as someone who will definitely agree with you. Listen, um, the Carfax says it himself. You, I mean, you you did it much better than I did. But yes, you better not talk about he don't get shit ever again. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to have a belt to be appreciated here. I think Dolph is the greatest, one of the greatest kind of hands that they the have. The greatest tool they have. I yeah. agree. Um, it can't go wrong with Dolph Ziggler when you're trying to get somebody over. I mean, I think like after Goldberg, who who you think he's going to face next? Aleister Black. True. <laughs> like that's going to be the, like that to me would be the next, the next step for him. Um, 
What do you feel about the AEW thing right now? Give us one. Give us one. Um, this comes from Big Arms Buddy. It says, wow. okay. I mean, shout out to Roman Reigns. Um, Chris Jericho is a geek. It's embarrassing <laughs> being a fan of his and seeing how corny he has become since signing to AEW. All of a sudden, he has criticism out the ass for WWE. But before, if anyone criticized him or the product, we were marks. It's even worse that he literally does an episode a month doing predictions for WWE pay-per-views where him and some guy trash the product despite admitting that they barely wash. Maybe put that effort into inviting unknown guys from AEW and giving them some shine. Hey, I like that take. Listen, I don't got nothing to say to that. Chris Jericho is a geek. That is the way you start off a hot take. Um, I like that. I like that take. I think you're absolutely right. Oof. I think that Jericho is, he again, he, he, he drinks a lot. I would say that. He drinks a lot. Um, This one isn't a SummerSlam take. You know what? You might end up. L- let's just speed around a couple of these. Um, Michael Hickenbottom says, <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart is the most boring top face in WWE history. God bless anyone who was watching and made it through the new gen era. <laughs> Listen, we had, a, we had a special moment a couple of years ago where someone tweeted something. Who is the most overrated superstar ever and i think we both tweeted bret hart <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> we agree i don't know if i agree as seriously as you do but i definitely do agree um respect him as a performer but as a champ nah yeah we're getting more more uh, aew stuff this one is come from fact it says being the lead has gotten even more cringe since aew became a thing couldn't use roh indie and tna wrestlers in their video um, has being the elite gone downhill? Uh, I, I, I've stopped watching it. Yeah. I think I stopped watching it shortly after keep it a hundred with you shortly after the, uh, AW was announced. That's when I stopped watching it. I agree. I never watched it. Um, the name Ric Flair's plug. Uh, wow. Wrestling hot take. Bailey is the most boring of the four horsewomen and her run as women's champion has been incredibly forgettable. Uh, nah, man. I mean, if she loses, it's going to be really forgettable. Like, I forgot she had money in the bank <laughs> and then won it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to agree with this hot take. We got I the, can't we, agree with that. I think it, it, if she doesn't lose, maybe her best days are ahead of her. She does lose. I mean, Belly going to lose anyway. She don't lose Sunday. She lose at some point. <laughs> Just, yeah, I think I think a lot of the people are about to lose their belts in the it, next couple months. Losing <laughs> is just in the DNA. His non-wrestling hot take is The Leftovers is one of the greatest shows of all time. What is The Leftovers? It's a HBO show. Okay. Any good? It will make you cry. It'll make you cry. Like good like cry laughter or cry sadness? Cry sadness. Oh my god. Um yeah. Euphoria. Right? I have That's to I have point. to get through I have to get through uh the first season. Um this name is Mass Confusion. Um Whew. Why are SCU heels? What's SCU? The uh, so <laughs> SoCal uncensored. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, the product. I watch it. Um, why are SoCal uncensored heels? Their entire gimmick doesn't work as their their entire gimmick doesn't work as faces. Someone please turn them. I think he means the entire gimmick doesn't work as heels. I don't know. 
Um, I don't think they work. Period. I don't know. Like I think they should stop working and (laughs) just it's you're good. Two old old dudes and a black guy. Yeah. You proved it. You're good. You're good. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the, I don't like that. Um, this one comes from no name. Um, it says Nikki Cross being the most successful member of Sanity while Eric Young is barely a cameo in the 24-7 madness is hilarious. We all called that. I think we all called that. I think Jump. so, too. When but, she was debuted, we were like, she's the one that's going to make them legit. And even in NXT, she did. I think breaking her away from them, it was the writing on the wall for, for Sanity. Yeah. I mean, it's in these situations, I mean, look how popular. You look at Team Extreme. Lita was insanely popular, potentially even more popular than both the Hardy Boys during their run. Um, yeah. Carmella, Enzo Cass, she's the one who, you know, it, it, it's typically those X Factors, China and DX, like it's those X Factors, women are really a lot of X Factors in a lot of these different things, man. Um, I feel like Melina had a much better WWE career than either John Morrison or, or the <laughs> other, the producer. Well, no, I can't, I can't say, I can't say, uh, John can't Morrison. Say Morrison had a pretty good career. Melina won the title six times. Morrison was a, what, five-time IC champion, ECW champion, tag team champion, too? What a bum. Um, How is he a bum? He's not a bum. What are you talking? Mor- I don't like I don't Joey like the Mur- cut of his jib. Joey Mercury. Yeah, because you're wrong. Joey Mercury uh, probably the bum. Of Joey Mercury is definitely the bum. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you talking? Like, like Morrison won tag titles with Mercury. Won like three or four more with Miz, and won the IC title a bunch of times, and won the ECW title. He's still kind of a bum. I don't know. Um, you just don't like him. Stop I don't like him. I don't like him. Thank that, you. Just I, say that. I don't like him, uh, and that is why he's a bum to me. Um, this one comes from the B Show. It says, "Not really a hot take, but Ali, Cedric, Alistair, Ricochet being all built up at the same time is dope." I agree. Yeah, that is dope. Yeah. Um, hey, I, again, we again we said it last week. Really cool that we could have a top performer list, and the two top two guys are African American. So we have one from my friend. Shout out to Jay Ramsey. I love this guy. I've known him since high school. He listens to the podcast. Um, a fan, fan of me. I appreciate him. Wow, um, I'm not a fan of you. So. <laughs> Wrestling hot take: The Seth hate is slowly creeping up on the Roman hate in terms of how quickly he was turned on. Uh, not not in actual arenas. No, not in actual <laughs> arenas. People still yeah. cheer Seth, but yeah, I still think uh, the internet is turning on Seth Rollins. I mean, yeah, but it's not like a, a it's not like a power. It's, it's a bunch of internet geeks. Like yeah. no one gives a fuck about yeah. whoever what people think on Twitter. Seth still gets reactions. Yeah. The only thing that Seth doesn't get reactions for is when he main event show. That's it. <laughs> Um, his non-wrestling hot take people hate on New York for their music bias mainly hip hop and rap because we're not out there giving any and everyone flowers and with that note Lil Wayne ain't even top 10 wow uh, this proves my point Okay, from earlier about Lil Wayne alright um, somebody said oh it's only old heads that were saying that well they're, oh, oh a fan of you also oh well fan of you also Mil. so I'm gonna let you handle that one I love Josh. Thank you for listening. Um, uh-huh. This name is Work Lurk Chill. Uh, oh, what's up, Work Lurk Chill? He's a he's a he's a huge fan of the show. Uh, he tweets me all the time. Shout out to you, brother. All right. He says wrestling hot take. If all right, <laughs> I thought this was a non wrestling for real quick. Okay, 
Run this back. Um, if Kendrick drops a new album before the end of 2019, Sasha Banks may never wrestle again. <laughs> <laughs> I like where that go. She's been I like that. she's been tweeting Kendrick like he's fresh out the box. Like she just heard section 80. He's like, excuse me? There's another album? Um, she needs to go back to work. Um uh, whatever. Like if she if she not back by October, I'm I'm it's whatever. Like I'm tired of people pulling like the CM Punk shit. Yeah. Like, um, non wrestling hot take. People who dip their wings in blue cheese shouldn't be allowed within one hundred fifty feet of schools and or government buildings. I mean, just the thought of that makes my stomach hurt. I'm lactose like, intolerant. I don't like blue cheese. I don't like the smell. I don't like any of it. Yeah. Um, smell like, smell like feet. What's your go-to chicken dipping sauce? Uh, since I've been like lactose intolerant, like I've been trying to wean myself off of the ranch and all that shit. But I, I'll still do ranch. Like, I, I'm just a, just not uh, not a lot. I'll dip anything in honey mustard, man. Anything. Even buffalo. Buffalo too, man. I'll dip any. You're a I don't psychopath. think I put honey mustard on pizza. All right, bro. You are you are definitely from the <laughs> honey mustard. Bro, I don't delicious. even know. Honey mustard is delicious, man. Um, this one you're comes. Gonna, you're gonna get. They're gonna cut your foot off like like <laughs> like uh, Big Mama. Let's make this the last one. Let's. Make, I gotta eat. I gotta eat. All right. Um, this one comes from Latino Eat. It says, "How would you guys have booked a twenty four seven title off of Maria? WWE should have brought it back. Snitsky, if you know, you know." Um. They should absolutely have not done that. Uh, <laughs> I think what they did on Monday was actually... I know we don't talk about 24-7, but I, I thought what they did on Monday was actually really funny. I thought what they did was dumb, but I get it like an end to a meme. Um, I, I love that it was Mike getting his comeuppance. I think they should have... So, have you, you... Do you remember when Eddie Guerrero won the Intercontinental Championship from China? Yeah. It was a triple threat match. I think it was either with Hardcore Holly or Chris Jericho, some bullshit like that. Um, China got knocked out in the middle of that match. And then Eddie goes to check on her by covering her and trying to see if she's well. But the referee counts to three. And he surprisingly wins the belt. Surprisingly, but not so surprisingly. And I guess this is appropriate because Latino Heat sent this in. But if they did something like that again, I'm pop for it because... I mean, God bless Eddie Guerrero. I miss him so much. Just a great, just a great way to take in in sort of that situation. Have Maria. I don't know if you can have her slip or something, but like, she gotta take a bump somewhere or be lying down somewhere. She can't take a bump. <laughs> what are you talking about? Maybe she gets knocked out. I don't know. She gotta. No, she can't take a bump. She, she's pregnant. She, you don't see her stomach? We gotta find some way to get her on her back. And Whoa! <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. They fa- bro. They found a way. The OBGYN. She wasn't even that really was on her back. Like it was all right. All right. I get it. Yes, the OBGYN. Um, that was that was genius. That was genius. I'll give it. Unless that. she's unless she's asleep. Like there's no, there's no other <gasps> way. They could have done that. Sure. Yeah. But they already did that uh, with gender and in, in truth. Mm. Well, maybe on the plane. I, I don't know. I don't know. We uh, give me give me a week. You know, meals booking. We'll get on this, and 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 we'll figure out how to get the title off of Maria. Um, his non wrestling hot take was the Chance the rapper needs to hold an L for the big day. Um, uh, he needs to hold an L for life. Yeah. Uh, great. Thank you guys. Boom. We got through a lot of hot takes. You got, got through, through a lot, lot of hot takes. You got a you got an action packed show of the A show this week. 
Absolutely. Uh, you got me off the Red Bull this week. Uh, so, as always, follow us at RNC Radio Live for all of the latest and the, the brand and the crew at RNC. Uh, as always, you have the A Show every single week. Uh, you have a new episode, the season finale of Overly Medicated this week that just came out. Also have the G Show with myself and Cyrus. And you also have the spot call, not spot callers. <laughs> That's coming later this month. You also have the call up with MJ where he'll be giving his NXT takeover toronto predictions i cannot wait to hear what he has to say about that uh but yeah mills that's that's all i got um we have the new episode of the lookout coming next week um summer at kame house this time we'll go be going over jeff's pick jeff's anime pick we both have an anime pick this month he is pick hunter hunter it is a show he holds very dear to his heart he loves that show he loves everyone on that show we're going to talk about it we're going to go through it. So if you're a fan of Hunter Hunter, please listen to this episode. If you're a fan of anime in general, please tune into the lookout itself. Um, once again, we still have an episode of Mount Silver with me, my, myself, Jeff, Pat, you, you meaning Justin. Um, <laughs> episode episode three, where we go over gold, silver, you know, the Pokemon. Got a lot of great reviews, got a lot of great feedback on that episode. A lot of people seem to enjoy it and going back to into their childhood. Please check that out. Um Lay fees one year, y'all killed it. Yeah, um, man. Um, over a year at that, we're approaching shit. We're approaching our hundredth episode. We're also approaching two years. So, God bless us all. Um, yeah, this has been very very fun. We look forward to SummerSlam on Sunday. Um, please, we'll be live tweeting. Feel free to tweet at us. I'm at Meals TV. Justin is at OG Johnny Five. Feel free to tweet at us. Please feel free to join the discussion. We love tweeting while the pay-per-view is on. Um, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Until next week, where we will be reviewing uh, the cards from this weekend, uh, as, as including SummerSlam. And I guess we'll give our thoughts on TakeOver as well. Uh, and everything in the world of pro wrestling until next week. See you guys later. My champion is still black, y'all.